Hello and welcome to another episode of the FPL Amateurs of Oz podcast. Tonight joining me is my co-host Damo. How are you, big fella? Yeah, not too bad, man. Not too bad. Uh, FPL was not that bad this week, except for the Spurs game. But uh, yeah, other than that, yeah, pretty good uh, night and day so far. Uh, probably saved you, saved your eyes from another um, eyesore, mate. <laughs> another Kane two-pointer. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also joining us this week is Brady. How are you, mate? Great. It's good to be back. Um, Damo, you should be used to seeing a few two-pointers with um, Antonio every week. <laughs> Mate, he's going to fire up this week. This week. This I week's the week. I've saying that for four weeks now. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm like a junkie that just can't give up, man. It's like, it's just, just one more. Just one more week. Just one more week. <laughs> oh, dear God. Um, I might kick off how I went this week. Um, I finished on 43 points, but took a minus four. Um got 39 points so captain Salah this week um the likes of Ronaldo, Antonio, Bowen, Cancelo and James combined for a massive total of five points so yeah definitely uh <laughs> were, wasn't great this week for them and then um the only two players that really did anything this week was Trent Alexander-Arnold and my goalkeeper Saar who got the bonus points and the save points as well as the clean sheet so he finished on 10 points so I was pretty happy about that but um if if he hadn't have done that, I would have been looking at a very bad score this week. How about you, Damo? Uh, yeah, it wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible either. So ended up on 48 points. Obviously could have been higher with uh, the Tottenham game because I brought in Kane. But, uh, yeah, Sanchez got me the clean sheet and a couple of bonus. Uh, I captained TAA which uh, sort of went against the grain with uh, Salah. So I scored a few more points uh, as a result. Uh, obviously, uh, Salah got me points as well. The rest were actually blank. So obviously, with Kane uh, not playing because Tottenham don't know how to play in the snow. Uh, <laughs> so a small red arrow all up down uh, to 177K uh, and 839 points. So slowly, slowly crawling back. Uh, the, Back into your, the hole you came from. Yeah, <laughs> the the lead that you've uh, amounted. But, uh, yeah, so a couple more weeks, I reckon, and I'll be uh, back on top, king of the pod. Well, I, I forgot to uh, mention I I took a massive red arrow of 50K, so I'm back to 100K. So <laughs> I'm slipping back to you, mate, so not good. <laughs> How did you go this week, Brady? Um, yeah, all right. I, uh, I lined up with... Um... James, Trent, Cancelo, and I had Duffy in, but he didn't play, um, so he got swapped out for Liveramento. They both got zero anyway, so it didn't really matter. Um, <laughs> then I had uh, Jota, Saka, Embuemo, and Salah, and um, Huang and Kane, except, yeah, Kane didn't play either, so Antonio came in for another one of his massive two-pointers. Um <laughs> It, uh, so, yeah, it was all right week. The midfield pretty much carried me. Um, um, got 58 points in the end um, with my captain on Salah. I was considering um, captaining Jota, but went against it, unfortunately. Um, uh, but, yeah, I ended up with a green arrow. Um, so now I'm up to 40K from about... I think I was at around 47 last week, so yeah, oh, yeah. not bad. A cute little 7K rise, mate. Yeah, just a classy one. Yeah, no, it was a pretty tough week from FPL this week. It, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just the game, so I sort of wasn't too fussed. I was sort of 
yeah, I just went meh. Move on to next week. Um, see how we go. Um, next up, we got the FPL Twitter League this week. Um, the side lined up as Sanchez, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Cancelo, James, Rudiger, with Salah, Captain, Jota in the middle, and Buermo, Vardy, Tonio, and Antonio. Finished the game week on 73 points and took a massive green arrow from 32K up to 13K. So, yeah, definitely still flogging me and Damo every week. It's uh, getting quite embarrassing. Um, next up, we got the FPL Amateurs of Oz League. Uh, first place, um, massive surprise again, uh, the Kong FPL Planner on 940 points. is One of these weeks, you're going to have to just, you know, say something different like, and our good friend. <laughs> well, I think um, what we should do is just do what sports bet do and just have a market without him to say without the Kong. <laughs> so, nah, nah. So, uh, uh, love, love the Kong, mate. <laughs> So just FYI, you know, Sportsbet, if you're listening to this and you want to sponsor us, by all means, we'll... (laughs) Yeah, we'll talk markets and uh, see what what odds we can get it. Um, Second place, you got Aman's team on 903 points and third place was Kappa's FC on 596. So I'm sitting in 12th on 855. Damo, you're 16th with 839. And Brady, king of the pod, 7th place on 876. So I'm starting to... Get that margin back a bit, but after my horror week, you've kept that margin between us, so a bit disappointing, mate. No, it's just uh, keeping up the trend. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, top score for the week was FPL EJ. He had 74 points, so that's a massive score for the week that just went just because, yeah, there wasn't a lot of big scores last week, so definitely a massive score, mate. Is that uh, EJ in our FPL group? Yeah, that is, mate. That is. Oh, nice. Uh, Yep, so... Definitely go check out his stuff on, on YouTube. It's uh, pretty decent. Yeah, he's literally in school. I think he's 15 and he's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's killing it at the moment. And, and he around. also is quite humble as well because yeah. he Good has not mentioned shoulders. it at all. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, in, in, but in all honesty, yeah, so definitely check out his stuff on, on YouTube. So, But, uh, yeah, we'll have to get him on the pod one of these days too. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, his graphics that he does on his videos are insane. Yeah. So he's he's going really good. Have you seen any of his stuff, Brady? I don't think I've mentioned him yet to you. Um, no, I haven't. But he um, sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Seventy four points in a very dysfunctional game mm. week is uh, quite impressive. Who who did he have that um, got his big points? Do you know? Or... Uh, I'll get it up now for you actually, because he's he's actually had a few decent weeks. Probably the last five weeks, he's. I think he was sitting real low in our league, and then all of a sudden he's just been getting green arrows after green arrows. Yeah, uh, took some time is. off from the homework and invested <laughs> in FPL. Mate, homework's not important when FPL's here, mate. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> if you get in first place and get in sent over to England to watch the VIP matches, then uh, homework doesn't matter, mate. So this week he had Sanchez, TAA, Rudiger, Cancelo, uh, James, um, Joda. Salah, Smith-Rowe, Rafinha, Vardy, and Tony. So Vardy absolutely killed um, yeah, Watford definitely. this week. So great pickup. And, and you know, a lot of people getting Kane and Ronaldo when he sort of – he stayed clear of both and got in um, Vardy. So it's – yeah. So a pretty big balls there and they have paid off. Um, nice. I might get into the uh, game reviews. Um, start with Arsenal and Newcastle. Um, I thought that Arsenal would – would win. I sort of thought Newcastle might get on the score sheet, but 
Um, Arsenal played defensively um, after they got their two goals and and Newcastle really, apart from St. Max, didn't really offer too much in attack. I sort of, I was sort of watching Wilson to see how he's going to go, but it's almost like he was non-existent. Really didn't do a lot. Um, Orba had another uh, low moment. He uh, missed an absolute sitter. I'm pretty sure he could have tripped and headbutted the ball, and it would have went in. Um, made me feel better about getting him out after he's minus two two weeks ago. Uh, Ramsdale just continues to be a freak between the sticks. And I think even if the fixtures are hard for Arsenal, he's going to be featuring in the save points pretty much every week. So he pretty much guaranteed a minimum three points most weeks. And then if they do keep that clean sheet, you know, you're looking at a decent score. Um, Saka, I thought, played pretty good. He got the goal finally. Every week he looks like he's going to score but never scores, but finally got on the, the score sheet this week. And... I think he might have went off injured, so I'm not sure how serious it was, whether it's just a niggle or something that might keep him out this week. Um, I still think he's a better asset than Smith-Rowe. Smith-Rowe flashes, but Saka consistently plays good each week, just isn't always getting the fantasy returns like Smith-Rowe is. But, yeah, I still think um, Saka's the better um, player out of those two. And... um, I mentioned Newcastle attack. Um, Voldemort made a, a good showing, old um, John J. Shelby. So uh, not a fantasy asset, but, um, yeah, he had a good game. But, yeah, it's always good to see Voldemort um, trying to bang in worldies from outside the box. Um, what about you, Damo? Uh, yeah, so you've already touched on Tomiyasu, so I'll uh, head over to the other side and talk about Tavares. So he's 4.3. He started the last five games over Tierney. Obviously, Tierney's uh, been injured, but I think the last couple of day games, he's uh, he's been fine. He hasn't been injured and uh, either not playing or just sort of coming off the bench. Uh, he So against Newcastle, he uh, had an assist and obviously the clean sheet, so ended up having 11 points. Uh, the Liverpool game aside, the last uh, four, four games... Uh, has sort of uh, returned in, certain, in terms of clean sheets. And then, uh, obviously, in the last game, he uh, had that assist. So at 4.3, you can't really go wrong. And if he continues to sort of – he's sort of a watch and see. He's, he's one of my watch and sees. So he's sort of – if he continues to sort of start over uh, Tierney, it's not a bad shout at uh, such a sort of um, – uh, low price. Uh, in as you said, sort of uh, Saka, he returned, but again, as you said, he may be injured now, so he's a wait and see. Personally, I um, do I prefer Smith Rowe over Saka, but that's just me. If I was to pick one or the other, uh, and in terms of Newcastle, uh, as uh, everyone keeps sort of uh, not raving but talking up uh, Wilson. Mate, my man, St. Max, it's his, it's his time to shine again, mate. It's the, the next couple of games, I reckon uh, we're going to see some returns out of him. We could even see some returns out of him in the Arsenal, uh, Arsenal sorry, in the uh, next game that uh, that he's playing, which is, oh, sorry, <laughs> it's Norwich. So Norwich and Burnley, uh, next two, got to see some returns out of uh, my boy St. Max. So, yeah, so I'm going to be keeping him for the... Uh, Oh, I keep saying short term, and I keep saying I'm getting, going to get rid of him, but I don't think he's going to go anywhere. 
<laughs> well, we still have our, our stake bet too, mate, about St. Max and uh, Wilson. And Wilson, so they're yep. even at the moment, mate, I think, on two apiece, I think. Actually, mm-hmm. I think Wilson might have got a yellow card on the weekend, so he might have me by one point. <laughs> oh, but, that's right. All good. So I'll take my two points to the bank at the moment. I'll chase it up um, at the end of the pot and we'll do a bit of a recap on it. Yep, done, done. Uh, how about yourself? <laughs> I've, got, I've gone blank. <laughs> Brady. Thanks. Brady. Um, yeah, no, I've pretty much had the same things. Um, both said, um, yeah, Saka looked really good. Could have had even more returns than what he did. Um, was probably the main attacking threat for Arsenal that game. Um, but I agree with Quentin in the sense that um, Smith wrote flashes, but I think Saka's a bit more consistently good, even though he might not always get the fantasy returns. So I think that has to sort of pay out at some stage. Um, his injury is apparently a some sort of muscular thigh injury. Um, Arteta said in the press conference after that um, he wasn't comfortable to continue and we'll have to assess him. So it's incredibly up in the air. Um, but it's thought to not be too serious. So it's a it's a bit of a wait and see. And I guess this is where um, being a, an EPL fan in the, in Australia is a bit of a downside because um, the, the games for this game week are um, early, well, somewhat early in the morning. Um, and then with the hour or hour and a half, whatever it is, deadline beforehand, you'll have to wake up pretty early if you want to get any um, news as close to the deadline as possible. Um, yeah. I'd say it's pretty safe to say I reckon he could be rested this week. Yeah, I'd say given the short turnaround, you has it to say that at least this game week probably, uh, you know, rested and then potentially back up and running next for, oh, uh, on, on the weekend. Yeah, I agree. But um, this game's against United anyway, so... Yeah, like they're going to lose anyway, so you don't really want to... <laughs> yeah, exactly, mate. The mighty United, so I don't know. Um, it's probably looking at a... Not a high score anyway, so... Um, it, it's not too important, I don't think. Um, and yeah, that that was a, about it. Ramsdale as well, just... I think he's probably the best keeper in regards to FPL at the moment. Um, I also just I don't know how they've turned him into what he is because when they signed him, he was like championship level keeper, if not like bottom tier Premier League keeper, and he's just saving everything at the moment. So yeah, um, now he's a big yeah. game player, mate. Big game player. Yeah, props to them for whatever they're feeding him. It's working. <laughs> um, but I'm sure I'll it. be on the same diet as uh, Harry Maguire, I'd say. <laughs> but you know what? Arsenal have a history of getting rid of good keepers, so like they finally kept one. So like obviously, you know Martinez, Fabianski, you know. So Fabianski went to us. Martinez went to Aston Villa. Probably both better than Leno. <laughs> well, um, the funny thing is, they're like um, Martinez. Uh, they consider Ramsdale. Um, the next Martinez, and I'm like, oh, yeah. so I'm assuming you'll be getting rid of the next transfer window. Even, but even <laughs> Chesney, who's who, I think is at uh, Juventus. Even he's a decent keeper. So, uh, yeah, uh, I think uh, if they've uh, found one in uh, Ramsell, that's uh, good for them. Game mine, which was uh, the thrilling nil-nil uh, draw uh, with uh, Norwich and Wolves. Uh, obviously, 
unfortunately, this is probably the last game for Wolves' assets before uh, the quite difficult fixtures that they uh, they have. So, you know, if you have any of sort of Saar, Jimenez, Huang, it's probably their swan song, a swan song, unless, uh, you know, you decide to keep uh, one of them potentially. But I, uh, if you can, I'd probably be moving on uh, most of your Wolves' assets. In terms of Norwich, um, if you're going to have a one-week punt, potentially Pookie, but, uh, again, it's Norwich, so I'm not really a huge fan. Obviously, as I sort of said last week, uh, the former Villa coach, which skips my mind what his name is, uh, Dean Smith, I think it is, yeah. um, he has turned them around. He, I can't say that he hasn't turned them around, but um, definitely I won't be looking at anyone at the moment. But if you want me to take a stab in the dark, I'd say Pookie is a one-week punt. That's it. Uh, yeah, have nah. yourself, Quentin. Yeah, no, nah, uh, echo similar things. I've got Sarah and Jimenez myself, so I'd say I'm probably going to get rid of Jimenez next week, keep Sarah for a week, and then possibly downgrade him after. But, I mean, Sarah continues to impress this year. He He's an absolute shot stopper, and when they are conceding, he's still getting bo- um, the save points, and then when he's keeping the clean sheet, he's always in the bonus as well. So he managed to pick up the three bonus points on the weekend, so... He's when the fixtures are good, you know, he's probably one of the best keepers to have in FPL at the moment. Just he's priced, you know, in the middle between the four and a half to the six. So I still think it's a great price point for a sort of, I guess, just above basement level keeper. And um, in terms of uh, Jimenez, just had limited chances, but when he did get those chances, he couldn't finish. So it was just one of those nights where their attack wasn't really wasn't really looking good at all. It was just a bit of a stale game. I thought Norwich were probably the better side of the night. And when you spoke about Pookie, he actually looked really good. And the new coach looks like they found the best way to utilise him effectively. Like previous to Dean Smith, it's he wasn't really getting in the positions that he was getting in last season to score those goals. And this season, he seems now under Dean Smith that he's getting those chances. So uh, if the fixtures are good for Norwich, I, I don't mind the shout of Pookie in. And worst case scenario, you know, he gets two points, but so is Antonio. So can't be too disappointed with that. But, yeah, apart from that, that's all I've got to talk about. What about you, Brady? Um, yeah, pretty much the same things again. I think it's um, definitely time to move on your Wolves assets. I've got plans to get rid of uh, Huang next week. Um, uh, and, yeah, Pookie looked um, looked pretty bright. Probably should have got a goal. Um or two, but um, yeah, positive signs for being in the right areas at the right time, um, which he sort of hasn't really been doing this season. So it's good to see that he's sort of um, getting back into that. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, no, exactly. I just, I'd have to look when their fixtures do open up. I'll have a quick look now. Um, it is. Um, yeah, probably not till possibly game week 20, 21. So, I mean, depending on what his price is, he might be worth looking at then. But, yeah, I probably wouldn't have him at the moment unless you're just trying to use him as an enabler to get someone else in. Yeah, definitely. I wouldn't bring in um, players from either side at the moment. I think there's there's better options than Pookie right now, but I think he's uh, definitely one to keep an eye on. 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, next up, we have Aston Villa, Crystal Palace. Aston Villa getting the win 2-0 here. I thought Zaha looked really good and probably unlucky not to score again this week. He He's having a pretty decent season. He's He's gotten returns, I think, maybe four or five games this year where he's got goals and assists. So I think if you're looking at a bit of a, a differential pick, he, he's a decent pickup because their fixtures are still good at the moment. I think they've got another possibly, I think, one, two, three, four, five, six... Maybe seven of the next eight games, you know, decent start. So if you're not, if you don't have Gallagher, I think Zaha's a good pickup, and also likes a Ben Teke had a quiet game, but still could have got on the score sheet if he got a header and it just missed. But I think between Gallagher, Zaha, and possibly Ben Teke, you probably want to own one at least for this fixture run. Um, in return, uh, in regards to Aston Villa, um, McGinn, he's starting to make me have a look at him and, it, and I feel filthy about thinking about it because I said, I think a few pods ago, that he does this every year where he scores a couple of worldies, people start to look at him, get him in, and then he just blinks. So he is playing really good at the moment, but I just don't know whether I would um, be getting him in. But if he continues to bang in goals and, and play like he's playing, because he looks to be playing a bit more advanced at the moment, so he is getting a bit more attacking opportunities. So... Maybe someone worth looking at, but um, yeah, at the moment, I'm not really looking at any villa assets. What about you, Damo? Yeah, so with me, I've sort of got to say, you know, has Gerard Gerard got uh, Villa playing some nice football? Yes. Do I want their assets? No. <laughs> uh, so, uh, in saying that, <clears throat> on a sort of more serious note, uh, I'm not looking at their assets probably for the next three weeks. They've got some tough fixtures coming up. Potentially looking at their assets, Watkins, uh, in about three weeks, uh, given that the, the you know the dire situation in terms of forwards that uh, is plaguing FPL at the moment. But, uh, yeah, I can't see myself bringing in anyone from Villa at the moment. In terms of Palace, it was a really surprising result, result just in general, obviously, we saw, well, I expected more from Palace in this game that we sort of got. Uh, uh, in saying that, um, uh, Guehi, pretty sure I shouted him out last week. Uh, I can't claim him as the uh, the Ad- Addicts boys, um, or one of the Addicts boys. Like, I always forget who shouted out Guehi. Was that... Uh, uh, I think it was Ollie. It was Ollie, wasn't it? Because he, he shouted him out quite a while ago, but... Uh, I sort of shouted him out as potential differential uh, last week. And, um, yeah, so can't say he's my boy, but, um, yeah, definitely a good result for him with uh, another, I think, nine points, if I'm not, not mistaken. Yeah, no, so he he's, he, he's done well. He's done well. Uh, other than that, obviously Gallagher's still a great option, especially at the price. Um I won't say he's a must-have, but he's sort of in that range of, especially for the price that you're getting him at, yeah. uh, you know, massive, uh, sorry, I won't say differential. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, <laughs> just enabler, the massive enabler in in terms of what he can do. So, yeah. Uh, how about yourself, Brady? Um, yeah, I had uh, Zaha as well. Um he looked pretty bright, um, was getting in like pretty um, positive areas, but I still think there's better options. Um, 
instead of him. Um, I had Gahe as well, which I, I, I don't really know how to pronounce the man's name. Gay, <laughs> Gahe something. Um, but I called him out last time I was on the pod as well. And, um, yeah, it, look, he, he scored a goal. It wasn't great. But the fact that you have a fullback like that close to goal to score those sort of tap-ins is pretty promising for FPL anyway. And then, yeah, Gallagher, obviously, it was a bit quiet this game, but he's still a good option. And, um, yeah, Villa seemed to really be finding a bit of a groove. So, um, yeah, defi- uh, definitely a consideration when fixtures open up, I think. Yeah, no, definitely. I think um, Zaha is a bit more expensive. So it, it's sort of, if you have the funds there, it's sort of a bit of a luxury, I guess. Um, a lot of people probably don't have that spare money, especially with people going um, Jota this week. So, But if you are wanting to sort of stray away from the the crowd it's definitely a might a, a good option I think over the next probably four to five weeks anyway. Okay, so I have the next game and it was uh, so you seem to be giving me all the nil nil um, draws. Uh. <laughs> I was actually looking at this when I was um, doing up the run sheet and I was just like, oh, this is funny. Yeah, so uh, another nil nil draw with Brighton and Leeds. Uh, so obviously those who kept Sanchez were probably really happy. Like I'm uh, ecstatic that uh, kept Sanchez. Uh, obviously he uh, delivered me uh, eight points. So uh, the clean sheet and a couple of bonus. Kurakalas keeps uh, delivering. Obviously uh, he's uh, Quentin's boy because he always shouts, <laughs> shouts him out. But <laughs> delivered, you know, delivered another nine point uh, nine points. Uh, and I've got to say, another one of my boys, uh, Lamptey, just keeps delivering. You know, even last week when um, uh, they were on the losing effort, I th- it were, uh, pretty sure they lost last week. Uh, he keeps getting taken off just before they start conceding goals. So uh, he banks banks that clean sheet. So, but uh, but yeah, look, he's obviously returning to form. You know, it's going to take time for him to actually play ninety minutes, but. Uh, if he keeps delivering the way he is, you sort of you you almost can't um, overlook him, uh, even potentially as a um, just as a fifth uh, defender there. Uh, in terms of leads at the moment, Rafinha only, but only if you have him, not to bring him in, um, and only probably for the next two rounds. I'm probably going to keep Rafinha for his uh, for the next two, and then uh, I'll move I'll move him on. Quite, uh, quite quickly. Yeah, I've been uh, pretty disappointing lately. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but then again, like the whole of Leeds has sort of been a bit disappointing too. Like the, I don't know when they're going to get their um, their main plays back into. The, the, it seems that uh, uh, Bamford's been injured pretty much forever. I don't know what's what's actually happening with him. And yeah, so it'll be interesting what happens anyway. How about yourself, Quentin? Uh, I sort of, I'll start with Lamptey. I've got him in this week with my minus four hit as my sort of downgrade option from Tierney. So he played really good on the weekend, got the bonus as well as the clean sheet. So he looked really attacking. Probably if Morpe knew how to shoot, he would have had an assist because he put one on a platter for him and he skied it over the the top of the goal. So um, not that it would have done me any um, service just because I had him on the bench anyway. So I wasn't getting his points, but I mean, the eye test is always good. He had two good attacking games previously, so it was good to see him continue that trend. And um, 
Uh, in terms of Trossard, just again, just flashed all game. He's just really exciting player to watch. Sometimes it doesn't always translate to fantasy, but there's always those two to three games where he has a bit of a purple patch. So he's a, he's usually a good player to get on for those, but it's always hard to pick when those when that sort of three to four game purple patch is going to happen. Um, in regards to leads, sort of only got really Rafinha written down. I've decided to get him out this week. So I've patience of is wearing pretty thin at the moment. So just, yeah, getting rid of him. But, I mean, if you still have him, I wouldn't say he's a player that you need to get out. You can probably keep him in because they, they do still have good fixtures. But, yeah, right, my patience have, um, has worn out. Um, what about you, Brady? Um, yeah, I think um, just quickly wanted to mention the fact that um, Damo's probably getting all these nil-nil uh, draws to limit how much he talks before the um, West Ham <laughs> picture comes up. Just yeah, because the strategy, mate. Yeah. Like, if you limit the talking now, maybe it can even out when he goes on his West Ham rant, I'm sure. Um, but apart from that, I had the, the same thing. I have the exact same opinion about Rafinha as both of you guys. If you have him, hold him. If you don't, don't buy him. Um, but uh, leads apart from Rafinha, just they, they don't really look good. They've just got a massive Bamford-shaped hole in their side. I think they can't really like the team's not good enough to pull the weight without Bamford. Um, but I think he's um, making a, a sort of return to training and stuff. So I think he might feature in a couple like under 23s games and start getting his fitness back. And then we'll see him in um, a few game weeks time, but I'm not too sure. Um, and then, yeah, just with, um, Bright and uh, Lamptey again. He looked fantastic. He was um, it's so good in that game, so attacking, uh, which is exactly what you want. Um, but uh, yeah, in terms of Bright and apart from Lamptey, um, I think that game in particular, they were going for the um, the Blue Balls title that Wolves currently <laughs> hold. Um, just yeah, um, creating a lot, just not scoring. Um, Morpay doing his best. Traore impression, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was a horrendous miss. I can't, I still can't believe you missed that. But yeah, absolutely. If there was a, if there was a blue balls of the match award, it would, uh, it would go to Morpay. <laughs> yeah, I'd nearly say even Trossard. Very <laughs> exciting, but yeah. <laughs> um, next up, we might get on to the Liverpool Southampton game. Um, it was a, it was a great game. If uh, you had uh, Jota and Salah, I just had Salah. So it was very um, frustrating to watch. Um, I sort of strayed away from getting uh, Jota in my team just because I didn't have the finances. And he got two goals early on and probably could have had three or four. So he played really good. I still think that he didn't do a lot of stuff. He was just sort of making those good runs and being in the right place at the right time. And, and with the likes of Salah and Trent Alexander-Arnold putting balls into the box, he was there to tap it in. So, I mean, prop, props to him, mate. He got, got a decent return, but I still, I'm just, yeah, I don't know whether I'm going to be able to get him in. I'm probably either going to have to go out or try to tear my team apart, but not sure where I'm going to go for that. Um, Tiago scored another filthy goal. Um, I sort of, I don't know whether he's an option for FPL, but definitely if he keeps banging in goals, I mean, there's going to be a few people that are wanting to get him in. Um, I've sort of I've rated him since he signed with Liverpool. He was almost signing for United, but 
decided to go to a uh, better club apparently. So <laughs> a bit disappointing. But uh, no, he's been playing good the last few games, scored two worldies um, in two weeks. So definitely one to look at. Uh, Robinson, he looked pretty good, got the assist. Um, probably not unlucky. To, it's probably unlucky not to get another one as well. Um, I think if you don't have Trent Alexander-Arnold, which, you know, I think you should have him, but if you don't have him and don't have the money, I think Robertson isn't a bad shout as a sort of a, a next, uh, a, just a step down from Trent Alexander-Arnold in a, in a Liverpool team that have good fixtures coming up. Uh, Seller had a quiet game again, but looked very busy and probably wasn't, uh, was unlucky not to get a goal and another assist. So he said that's probably three weeks in a row where, He's looked a lot better than the FPL output that he's providing. So I don't think it's going to be long till we see him back getting massive scores. But, yeah, I think at the moment it's giving managers another option to pick captaincies. But, I mean, there's still quite a fair people picking Salah every week. Um, What about you, Damo? Yeah, I think Salah's just waiting for the uh, FPL perma-cappers to stop captaining him and then he'll... uh... Start delivering. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. He's he's just doing it to prove me right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, if you would have captained uh, TA the last uh, three weeks over Salah, you'd be laughing right now. But uh, look, uh, in terms of Liverpool, their defence was awesome uh, last week. Van Dyke, Robbo, TAA, they're all amazing. Like if you sort of. Uh, on FPL itself, if you sort of click on the the little star, you know, to have a look at the kings of the season, they've got five players out. Uh, five players out of the eleven are Liverpool players. You know, TAA, Van Dijk, Salah, Mane, uh, Jota. So they're good. They're a very, very good side. Uh, with Jota, uh, bring him in. Bring him in. Uh, he's he's as close to a must-have player as there will be in the game. Uh, even with Firmino looming, uh, Salah and Mane are going to be out soon for the African Cup of Nations. So he's going to be nailed in that side, uh, you know, whether it's uh, with Firmino injured or whether it's um, with either Salah, uh, Salah and Mane uh, missing because of the AFCON. Uh, he's he's going to be there and he's going to be banging in goals. So um, don't. I'm not going to necessarily tear up my team to get him in. I'm probably going to hide behind the couch this week uh, because I'm not getting him in. But uh, as soon as I can, as soon as I've got two frees, I'm going to uh, get him in definitely 100%. Uh, in terms of uh, Southampton, nada, nil, uh, no one at all. I can't even. I'm at this point, if I can't move on uh, Livermento at the moment due to. Um, me wanting to do other things in my side. But uh, I I have seen a few people moving from Livermento to uh, my boy Lamptey, and um, I think that's not a bad move, especially with the fixtures turning for Southampton and um, the Brighton fixtures being not too bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How about yourself, uh, Brady? Um yeah, Jota, I think, is an absolute must-have every time he's got guaranteed minutes. He's just, yeah, he's a, he's a freak. He, um, he really playing to sort of um, earn his spot as a regular starter, and he, he goes out every game and um, tries to do that. Um, I, yeah, I think you just have to have him if he's getting minutes. He's, he's almost as much of a must-own as um, Tran and Salah. 
Um, I think um, with Salah, um, I think there's a chance he could be rested quite soon um, with national duty coming up and the um, amount of games in the Premier League in a short period of time. Um, I don't know if Jurgen Klopp is going to risk playing him in all of them. Um, so I think there's a, a good chance that he might get a rest in one of the um, games coming up soon. Um, so probably just keep an ear out for that. Um, and then, yeah, obviously Trent, fantastic again. Um, not much else to say. And then, yeah, in terms of Livermento, I, I agree with Damo that um, he could be a possibility to move on um, to like a, a Lamptey or a Gahey or Alonso if you've got a bit of money to spend. Um, but moving out Livermento is a little bit of a luxury transfer. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't do it unless you've got no other problems in your team. Yeah, no, I fully agree. I think the likes of Livermento is one of those bench options where if you ever have injuries like you're probably going to have over this Christmas period, you don't mind him just coming on the field to get two points minimum. But sometimes if he gets the clean sheet, he's getting that six, seven points. And the next game is uh, Brentford and Everton. Uh, another bit of a dour affair uh, with Brentford uh, getting the chocolates over Everton, who... Um, I won't be bringing in any of their assets. Uh, yeah, you've uh, done, it, done it to me tonight, Quentin, with these... Uh, <laughs> with the, the best for you, With mate. these pictures, mate. Every every game you've got is like four nil wins, four two wins, and here's uh, me, nil nil win, a nil nil draws and one nil wins. Pathetic, Quentin, pathetic. Uh, <laughs> That's so good. That's so, this is what you get, mate. West Ham, yeah, massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To make up for the West Ham rant that happened last time I was on the pod. <laughs> ah, that's right, mate. We'll be back soon. Um, but yeah, so basically, the only person I'll be really looking um, for in terms of this um, these two teams is probably Tony, who's looking like a great option again. Scored another goal. Uh, definitely a great downgrade for uh, if you're thinking of restructuring your team with uh, less money up front. Definitely looking like a, a good option. In terms of Mwembo, um, when we, we see him return, like I um, I got rid of him just to grant downgrade and free up some cash. Uh, but, um, you know, is it going to be the worth wait for him? Like obviously, you know, same question could be said about Antonio. But, um, yeah, so it's just he, he looks great every week. He The, the stats are there. Uh but he's just he's not delivering at all. So do you move him on or do you wait? <laughs> That's a it's, real question. It just depends what you mean by returning. If um crossbar challenge, mate, he's probably <laughs> one of the best assets you can have. Uh yeah, I think he's been too accurate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> how about yourself, Q? Um, yeah, sort of same with you. Tony looked pretty good, got the goal, probably should have had another goal, so I mean, I have got him on the watch list as a bit of a downgrade option from Jimenez, but wait another week um, to give Jimenez for the fixture this week. But next week I'll be looking at a downgrade option. So Tony could be a good downgrade option. I think he's nearly 
maybe point maybe point seven less. So it gives it free ups a bit of cash. Um, don't really like Evanen at all, but it was good to see Jacore back, and it actually looked a lot better in attack of him playing. So might be a bit of a watch. Um, DCL I don't think is too far off either. So just more of a watch for those assets. But apart from that, I'm sort of not really looking at anyone. Maybe Pinnick if I'm looking at a, a fullback option, but I'm pretty set at the moment with my fullbacks at the moment. Um, what about you, Brady? Um, yeah, I think Embraimo is another contender for the um, the Blue Balls title. I can probably start making a, um, a starting <laughs> 11 with all 11. these. <laughs> exactly. I think um, you were delving into like the haircuts 11 at one stage, Quentin. So um, maybe um, shift your focus and start working on a Blue Balls 11 because there's quite a few contenders <laughs> for it. Um, yeah, but, I think that might be the next article, mate. I might have to see. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> well, yeah, apart from that, I'd, um, if, if you have... Brentford assets. I'd, if you've got other problems, I'd hold your Brentford assets for now because they're not a massive concern. They still have um, like uh, two good fixtures, I think, after this Tottenham game. Um, so if, if you've got other problems in your team, probably hold your Brentford assets um, and save them to move out later. And then, yeah, Everton, I'm not really looking at it all. Their fixtures do swing a little bit around the um, game week 19 mark. Um, but, yeah, that's that's all I've got to say about that one. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, Brentford's fixtures, I think, apart from Spurs, they've got Leeds and Watford, then Man United, then yep. Southampton, Brighton. So, I mean, not too bad. And Man United, we aren't really good at the back at the moment. So, yeah, I do think they are a hold if you, if you have other problems. Yeah, definitely. I um, might get on to the next fixtures. Leicester four two win at, uh, against Watford. Um, this was the return of the Vardy party. Um, he looked amazing up front. Got two goals. Probably should have had a third. And uh, with Madison chiming behind him, he had a great game as well, um, facilitating uh, this week and also getting on the score sheet. So I think Madison over the next sort of. I think the next four fixtures aren't too bad. And I, I think if you don't have the money to get Vardy in or you're going to Kane or Ronaldo up front, I really think he's a good shout in the midfield. I think he's only 6.6 and he's only uh, lowly owned as well. So I think he's going to be playing through this busy schedule most weeks because they really need to start getting points back to climb up the ladder so they can at least avoid relegation and finish respectable this year. So I think he's going to be pretty crucial to um, – how well they're going to go. And he seems to link up quite well with Vardy as well. So I think he's a decent shout. Um, in returns, uh, in regards to Watford, Dennis looked really good, but he did go off with a bit of an injury. So I'm not sure how serious it is. Uh, have you heard anything about that, Damo? Uh, is that Dennis? Yeah. I haven't heard anything yet. I don't think it's anything too serious, but... Um, yeah, and I haven't heard anything absolutely concrete uh, just yet. If I see anything, I'll um, I'll jump on. But at the moment, I haven't. Yeah, no, that's all right. And also, just point out the weather; it was horrible. I remember the the days of playing FIFA when um <laughs> you forgot to turn just sunny weather on, and every now and again you had the snow game, and it was absolutely horrendous to try see where the ball was. And exact same thing when I was watching it live. Um, and uh, also point out uh. 
I think it's Soyonko, the centre back, uh, copped a ball to the face. So I could imagine he would have been in quite a lot of pain in that cold weather. So it was funny to watch, but yeah, definitely felt for him. Uh, what about you, Damo? Yeah, so obviously with um, with Vardy, we knew that this was going to happen. The man plays in cycles, so uh, expect <laughs> expect Vardy to do well the next two or three weeks and then uh, fall asleep again. So um, <clears throat> definitely get on him. Now, um, look, <laughs> in terms of um, uh, who you shouted out, Quentin, I'm actually not as high on Madison as, uh, as you are. Obviously, he's, he's had the one good return. I know they're sort of <clears throat> battling at the moment. I think you're a, a, a bit um, a bit too far to say that they're relegation candidates. So I, I don't think they're going to get relegated anytime soon. Uh, <laughs> you never Lester, know, mate. Never know. <laughs> Lester is still. I don't even know where they're, they're not uh, anywhere near the the bottom of the table, are they? Now, it was looking bad. I think they're sitting about tenth at the moment. Nah, the yeah, Leicester's pretty- not going. Bang yeah, on tenth, Lester. mate, but they're only six points safe for relegation. Yeah. Also, oh, they're basically in the the old West Ham spot when we also <laughs> every year is to finish tenth. Uh, look, no. In in all honesty, I wouldn't even say the relegation the the R word around uh, Leicester. They're not going anywhere. If they if they they might finish mid table, but I think they finish sort of a little bit higher up. They're they're a quality side. Uh, in terms of Watford. Uh, Dennis is the only option uh, that I would see in terms of Watford, but again, it's it's a wait and see with him. Like he's, um, I don't know how injured he is per se. Uh, still waiting. Uh, I think it was just a knock, but I'll, um, but I'm not sure. Not sure to. I don't know. I'm just. Um, I'm just spitting crap. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm, in all honesty, I am trying to find information on it while we're talking. So but I think can't find. Can't find. Going to be on the weekend. There might be more. Yeah. Like we might so be he rested might look, this week. He, yeah. But. He might be another. He might be another case where, like Saka, get given this game as a rest and then potentially, um, potentially play the next game. Uh, who do do you know just off memory who who Watford plays this week? Uh, they play uh, Chelsea, so yeah, I'd uh, probably yeah, rest no in this week because uh, I was I was going to say if they were playing someone uh, half decent, I would have potentially shouted out King as an option, but um, against Chelsea, no chance. Well, they've no got chance. Man City the following week as well. Yeah, so. yeah. So they, uh, I know their fixtures will open up. I think their fixtures open up after that, so. Someone like a Saar who's currently injured again. I don't know when he's due to, due to come back, but um, if he comes back in you know two two or three weeks, definitely look definitely look at what fed assets um, then. But at the moment, I can't really uh, talk about anyone. How about yourself? And I've gone blank again. Uh, Brady, <laughs> <laughs> fuck's sake. <laughs> I, I don't know what the fuck's with me tonight. <laughs> I think you're just trying to get me back for the West Ham slander I've been giving you tonight. Uh, but um, in terms of the game, I actually really like um, Dennis and King as options, especially for um, like Tony and Huang and Jimenez replacements after their... Um, their city fixture, even if you got him in next week and just like benched um, 
Dennis or King, like they're they're cheap enough that you can bench them, so it's all right. Um, I I really like them for that. And the next thing I'm gonna say, it sounds a little bit weird. Um, I don't know how I feel about it, but I actually kind of back Quentin's differential shout. Um, good man, good man. I I I don't mind Madison as a pick. Um, usually you wouldn't catch me dead saying anything like that because uh, <laughs> Quentin is. Um, Shown to be a little bit of a, a differential extremist, if you will. <laughs> Come on, um, mate. He, he was he was talking up McLean like he was the next Messi, mate. Like well, let's <laughs> let, let's be realistic here, mate. The Messi is exactly. the like this mate. is don't get it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is why it feels so wrong saying it, but I do actually back Madison as a as a bit of a differential option, and he was um, was one of my picks for later on in the in the pod, so. Um, yeah, don't mind it. Nice hurt, Brady. That's why I got you on the pod, mate, because I needed you to try. Back me up. <laughs> Look, it's it's hard, so, but if I can find something, I'll I'll, I'll try. So uh, you're captaining Madison this week, are you, Quentin? <laughs> I'd really like to do it, just to shove it in your face, but I think I'm going to go Salah this week. You've probably got to put awesome. the triple captain just to really shut him yeah. up. Just no, no, definitely. Like, mate, if you, if you want to completely shut me up, like I would say, you know, just just put Madison as captain, mate. Just just do it. Just do it. I just should uh, do the triple captain and be one of those ones where you're looking through the top score for the week. Like, why would no one do that? <laughs> Uh, so uh the hashtag medicine for captain uh <laughs> nah, oh look the next game is mine it's um it's going to be a short and sweet one this one oh, i uh, yeah, you, use all your air time mate feel yeah. free you've got 20 minutes starting from now. <laughs> so it was man city west ham uh played in um some severe conditions so some heavy snow in the um uh, in this game, like obviously, yeah, obviously Man City and West Ham are a bit tougher than uh, than Tottenham are. Given you know Tottenham couldn't play in a little bit of snow, but uh, <laughs> I actually, you know what? Before you know, I sound like a bit of a ponce. I do know it was quite bad, <laughs> but I am taking the piss. Uh, <laughs> no, but all uh, seriousness, it, uh, get get your shit together, Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, look. Uh, so basically, with Man City. Um, Ben from the Mavericks boys actually shouted at Gundogan, uh, probably butchered the name, but roll for it. He, uh, was <laughs> shout- <laughs> he was shouted out by, by um, uh, he was basically his diff- differential for this week. So, or yeah, for this week. So delivered in spades if you, uh, uh, listen to him. Uh, so that was really good. And I think he continues to uh, find some form. Uh, he may just as well, he may just be the best sort of Man City asset in that midfield, uh, sort of over Foden and potentially Bernardo as well. So a bit of a wait and see. But uh, I think if KDB is out for a little bit, um, I think it's Gundogan's um, place to lose. I am interested in a bit of a sneaky um, differential in, in, in Jesus and in Jesus, however you want to sort of say his name. Depends if uh, he's turned uh, water to wine, mate. <laughs> or walk under water. If he turns water to wine, I'm where he is. Uh, <laughs> but uh, obviously, you know, nowhere near returns at the moment, but um, Man City's fixtures are 
going to be brilliant probably probably for the next five or six, maybe even more. So um, definitely looking into getting more city assets very soon. Um, in terms of West Ham, uh, obviously there's no – for anyone that was concerned about Bowen's sort of non-starting, non-presence, it was just a rest. The kid needed a rest. Um, it's going to be a very, very busy period for West Ham, especially, you know, um, being in uh, the – I forgot what it's called these days. The EFL, uh, the the EFL Cup. League. <laughs> the you know still in the EFL Cup, where you know undefeated in Europa, and still in that, so it's it's going to be a massively busy period. So I think uh, we're just uh, resting one of our better players, uh, and obviously he, I wouldn't, I would hazard to say he'd be starting in this next game against. Uh, I think we've got Brighton. Uh, in saying that, in terms of uh, West Ham assets, at this stage, until trying, uh, we're in game week 13 at the moment, until game week 16 or so, I'd go with one West Ham asset. So whether it's Bowen, whether it's Antonio, stick with one. Um, and then obviously around about that sort of 16 mark, reassess, see how our players are going, see how our form is going as well. Um, if, we've, if we've definitely picked up uh, on our form, then that's when you sort of start looking at other potentially West Ham assets. But at this stage, it's Antonio Bowen and, and, and basically daylight. Uh, how about uh, yourself, uh, Quentin? Yeah, I might start with... Uh... Man City, I thought I, I thought uh, Gunnigan played awesome, and yeah, Benny did shout him out on the pod last week. So props to Benny, mate. It was a great pick, and every year you see him. I know last year he goes on a bit of a run, and it's about trying to find the right time to get on so you don't miss out. And I f- have a feeling it could be now mm. over the next one or two weeks is is a good time to get on him because he does go on runs where he just you know seven or eight points pretty much every week and then has those flashes for sort of double digits as well. So I really think that um, why KDB's out, he, he looks pretty nailed. I think that's three straight games in a row now he's started. Um, and I'm not sure how long uh, Grealish is out as well. So I definitely like the shout of Gundogan. Um, I sort of wrote down Sterling. He's made consecutive appearances now. So I don't know whether that's just because of injuries or whether he's actually back in the good books. So he's looked really good, apart from obviously diving on the ground every now and again. He's, he's looked really good. He got a goal last week. Uh, this week he went pretty close as well. So I'm not sure how expensive he is. I might just quickly check now. I have Who it was up. that, sorry? Uh, Sterling. So he is nice. 10.6. So. Yeah. Discounted from what he previously was, I think usually most years he's about that 11 or 11 plus, but as a bit of a differential pick, he might be worth looking at if he continues to start when their fixtures open up, I think is next week their fixture run starts. Um, In terms of Cancelo, played another great game, but fantasy output was zero. So I guess uh, beg to differ, depends who you ask. Um, In terms of West Ham, I thought Antonio looked pretty quiet again but I'm not sure whether it was the weather or whether he's still a little bit fatigued I'm not 100% sure but he did look quiet but I still probably wouldn't get him out because 
if he can save a trade and keep him in their fixture run after week 16 is pretty good. So I think um, you're being on there with probably just have one asset at the moment, but I've got two at the moment. So I've got Bowen in. So hopefully he does uh, start this week and uh, sort of I get the sort of benefits of getting in early on him. Um, but in regards to anyone else, I don't really like anyone else or looking at anyone else. What about you, Brady? Um, I also really like Gundogan. Um, I think he's uh, probably the best Man City asset outside of Cancelo. Um, I think in regards to Foden, obviously not very relevant to the game just played, but um, I just wanted to talk about him quickly um, because a lot of people do have him. Um, I think... Um, Foden's similar to a few other people that we've talked about on the pod where if you have him, I'd probably hold him um, unless you've got no other issues, then I'd probably switch him out for someone else. Um, But if you've got other issues to address and you've got cover on the bench, I'd probably um, just hold him. But um, if you can get rid of him, I probably would because even... Um, when he is playing, he's playing out wide at the moment and he doesn't really do too much when he plays out wide. He usually, like when he gets those returns, it's usually from when he's playing um, through the centre. So, um, yeah, just a little bit about Foden. Um, and then Cancelo is just, he's still a fantastic option. He was quite unlucky that he didn't get the clean sheet with the just random Lanzini banger on like the 95th minute or whatever that was um um but yeah that's about it i don't really want to talk about west ham too much i think um damo's pretty much covered it again so uh yeah and yeah, no, it was good that he uh saved all his voice for that uh, little section there good work damo <laughs> <laughs> uh, we might get on to the last game which was chelsea one all draw with man united um, might start with Chelsea first. I thought James looked good, but obviously didn't uh, get the fantasy return. But this did what he does every week: flies down that wing, pretty much plays like a winger. Um, Rudiger, I think he was unlucky, probably not to have at least one goal. He sort of had that header, and then he also uh, right at the end there sort of blasted the ball over the post, which you know I guess if he was a striker, he probably would have scored. Um, I still think one of the two is a good option. I still don't know about the the double up, but that's just me. Um, In terms of Man United, I sort of look at De Gea. He kept us in the game again. Um, I think with their run coming up, I know our defense hasn't been great this year, but I really think he could be a decent shout in goalkeeper, and I think he might be 5.1. I'll double check. Um, uh, he's sitting at five 5.0. So I think at 5.0, he's going to be decent. He, he, it's always in the save points. He's always in the bonus points, especially if Man United win or at least he keeps a clean sheet because on the weekend, I think he had something like six or seven saves. So I think most weeks he's going to be like that. Um, and obviously playing behind Maguire, he's always going to have saves. So he's going to be having to uh, do all the, the hard work to get Man United the result over the next probably 10 weeks. So I think at 5.0 is a decent shout. Um, wrote down Sancho, Rashford. Both look like um, options depending on how now they are in the midfield there, depending on what the new coach wants to do with them. But 
I could see one of the two being nailed and the other one being on the bench. So it just might be a bit of a watch to see um, what they're going to choose to do. Um, Ronaldo, I still think he's an option. Um, fixtures open up in the next two weeks. So as much as it's painful to watch him blank um, and then start on the bench this week, um, I think it's more just about managing him as he is 37 years old. So I think he's not going to be playing uh, short turnaround games in three days and stuff like that, but I still think he's a decent asset. Um, just want to touch on uh, Lukaku, uh, Werner. They both look fit, and I think they will be playing this week. So for people that have got Mount or Havertz, it might be time to get off. But if Mount does get nailed on, he's a still a decent option. But that's about it for me. What about you, Damo? Yeah, so for me, in terms of uh, defence, it's uh, still Rudiger and James for me. I was uh, I was obviously burnt by Alonso early, so I'm very, very hesitant on him. Um, Rudiger almost scored an absolute cracker of a goal on the weekend. Obviously, it was saved, but uh, uh, yeah, so for me, Rudiger James is the way to go in terms of defence. Uh, Hudson Odoi really interests me. At, I think he's 5.3, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, definitely, like, he's been playing more. And uh, obviously, with Lukaku uh, coming back, Lukaku could potentially be an option again. Uh, in terms of Man United, as much as their fixtures are turning, uh, obviously, we're all looking all eyes on sort of game week 16 with Man United. Until, like, obviously, Rangnick's come in. Until we can see some sort of a semblance of a game plan or something from Man United, uh, I'm not going to sort of touch them. Like, the only one I can really see bringing back into my side if I decide to go down, down that path is Ronaldo. But even then, like, as I sort of said last week, he's 37, and as you saw on the weekend, um, you know, he can be benched. He can be rotated. Um, obviously, I don't know what you guys and, you know, Quentin, uh, you know, you guys can sort of talk a bit this, and Braden, you can talk about this a little bit more, but uh, were you thinking to go defensively minded against Chelsea? Or obviously, you know, you got the draw, so uh, props to you. But uh, I, I don't know, like, can you see more benching? For benchings for uh, Ronaldo, or is it all sort of full steam ahead now? I think it was two things at play there. They, I think they wanted to play defensive, um, use the speed of Sancho and Rashford on the break. So Counter, yeah. Yeah, so pretty much just sit back. Um, and obviously, Ronaldo, he can run, but he, he can't run all day like Rashford but and Sancho. Does, but... but does Ronaldo fit into Ranić's setup? Because the way he plays, or the way he coaches... Ronaldo, Ronaldo doesn't fit into that structure. It'll be interesting to see because I, I don't know too much about him and, and his tactics and what he's going to do. But, I mean, he's proven this year he scores goals and a player like that you need to have on the field. So I think yeah. he's going to have to try find a structure that best utilises him, whether um, they use him as a target man and then play fast players. So, you know, that type of thing might have Sancho and Rashford both playing out wide because they're going to need speed and then obviously Bruno in behind. But, yeah, it's just it's one of those things where it's probably worth just watching, but who knows. Mm. How about yourself, Brady? Um, 
yeah, I think in terms of United, I think um, we will uh, sort of play Ronaldo as like the the target man because um, Rangnick's like the the godfather of the Gagan press. So, um, like, I understand um, where Damo's coming from, as in Ronaldo's not that sort of player anymore. He's more of like a he's he's more of a poacher than what he used to be. So, um, yeah, a bit less running. It's more like smart timed movements rather than um, running all day. So it'll be interesting to see how he uses um, Ronaldo, but. Um, yeah, um, in terms of the game, um, I, I think um, De Gea could be a shout as well. I, I don't think we're going to keep um, many clean sheets, which is why I think he's sort of ruled out in my mind, but he is sort of just racking up those saves. So, um, yeah, he almost has guaranteed save points every time. Um and I think Ronaldo will probably play um, the rest of these busy Christmas fixtures because he's had his rest now. He might have like one more um, week off, maybe. Um, but yeah, I think he's he's pretty set to to play a, a few of them at least. Um, and then in terms of Chelsea, um, I think it's a little bit criminal that you guys are. Um, Mentioning Rudiger over Alonso, um, <laughs> just like people have their mixed opinions on Alonso, but he plays so attacking, and that's what you want in fantasy. Um, like he might not be the greatest player um, in terms of real life, and um, I know a few Chelsea fans don't rate him at all. But in terms of FPL, that's sort of the play you want. You want to, you want your defenders attacking a lot because that's when you get those big points. So I think. Can you not see him as a bit of a rotation risk though? Into like, obviously, uh, the forgotten man Aspilicueta. Uh, and I said that wrong twice. Uh, <laughs> Aspi, Um Where do you, where do you play? Asby, do you do you know what I mean? Like, does he just not get game time now? Well, uh, Asby Laquette has just been playing as the um, the third centre back, um, mm. and I think a lot of people's concerns are um, Hudson Odoi and uh, Pulisic as well dropping in to the yeah. left wing back spot. Except even when um, Alonso came off, um, they moved James over to. Alonso's side and then put um, mm. Hudson, uh, Pulisic, I think, on um, the right wing back. So yeah, it I makes me so. kind of think that they don't really want those two playing left wing back. So I do yeah. really rate Alonso's chances um, in playing a lot of these games. Yeah, and I think for me it's just because I've, I'm, I was burned by him. I literally I brought him in. And got nothing out of him, <laughs> like legitimately nothing out of him. And then Chilwell came in, and the rest is history. So um, yeah, no, I think I'm I- the same, Damo. I had a bad taste <laughs> but I, I actually rate him as a player. I think he's a good player. And yeah, yeah, getting on age, but yeah, he's one of those player. things where I can't, I can't bring myself to bring him in just because I'm just afraid that they're going to move James across. 
and then bring in like Hudson Odoi or Pilosic on on the other side. Yeah. So, see, I think because he he was getting a lot of minutes when um, um, Chilwell was out of favour. So it, now that Chilwell's out again, it, I can't really see why he wouldn't get those same minutes. Just in in my mind, anyway, and I think even if he does miss an occasional game, he probably does still outscore Rudiger. So, yeah, I yeah, could be I'd, close. I, I wasn't saying sounds like a stake bet. Big to differ there, <laughs> but you know, I've already got a bet with uh, with Quentin, so we'll see how the bet with Quentin goes. <laughs> could be down a few stakes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, yeah, I've got the last game, like a thrilling, thrilling contest. Um, mainly, mainly a white contest here, a bit of a white Christmas. So, uh, <laughs> and that's uh, the Spurs postponed postponed game. Um, mate, um, I, I love the games you got to talk about today, man. I think I'm going to try this every week. So I got uh, a nil nil, a nil nil, a nil nil. Oh, sorry, one nil, and a Spurs postponed game. That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> um, might get on to the differentials. Um, I sort of had Madison down at six point six and four and a half percent owned. The last two games, which is is including the Europa League game and the game against Watford, he's had 10 chances created, seven shots, two goals and three assists. So he's actually been wreaking havoc playing as that number 10 in behind Vardy. So I think they are looking a lot better in attack. And I think with their fixtures, I think he's going to be a, a decent pickup, especially if you don't have Vardy. I probably wouldn't go the Vardy-Madison double up because... Yeah, I'm just I'm still not that excited about Leicester, but I think because I did like Tillemans um, before he went down and injured, I think Madison's kind of playing that more advanced role now, and I think he's a good shout. What about you, Demo? Uh, for me, I've got to back my my boy Bowen uh, at three point one percent. I think that'll dramatically uh, shoot up probably in the next three to four weeks. But uh, yeah, so definitely, I know. Wouldn't discount him returning this week too. Uh, other than that, uh, Jesus, I know he's a little bit more uh, owned in terms of 9.3%. But if there's any time that Jesus does anything this season, it's probably in this stretch of, um, of fixtures. So he's uh, he has played most games. He's only been benched for one or two, probably in the last six to eight games. So, uh, yeah, and, like, obviously returned in the first week but uh, and have, hasn't really returned since. But, uh, yeah, I just have a sneaky confidence about him that he can uh, return. How about uh, yourself, Brady? Um, I had Madison as well, and um, I also had Lamptey, which is weird to say because I don't know why that man is a differential, but he's only owned by like 1.1%, mm. I think. Um, but yeah, Lamptey's just been fantastic. I think he's a, a definite option for your fifth um, fifth defender. Um, so I think, um, yeah, definitely bring in a Lamptey if you sort of have that luxury transfer up your sleeve and can get rid of a Livermento or if you already had a... Um, a Brighton defender in, then maybe swap him to Lamptey as well. Yeah, no, I like that. I, I got him in last week as a bit of a enabler and also, you know, he's playing quite attacking. So he does have that um, potential as a attacking threat. So 
I like the shout and uh, good to see you backing me up, mate. It's not because we're related. It's just because you're a good bloke and you know. <laughs> and, yeah, as I said, I usually, I usually wouldn't, but, yeah, actually I don't mind the Madison shout this time. So yeah, uh, no. so what um, what jersey number did he get you uh, for Christmas, <laughs> Brady? <laughs> oh, I'll have to wait for Santa Claus, mate. I'll have to wait. <laughs> Um, might get on to the plays that I'm watching over the next couple of weeks. I sort of just put down Rashford and Sancho. Just want to see um, how the new coach is going to go about structuring the team and and whether Rashford's going to be starting each week because every season he does go on a bit of a purple patch run and their fixtures are about to open up. So, yeah, definitely those two on the watch list. What about you, Demo? Uh, for me, I would love to see a Ronaldo less uh Manchester United just see what they are they are capable of especially if they're faster players and uh, if that's the case definitely have, would have Bruno on the watch list especially that he'd probably be on penalties uh so just got to see how Manchester United uh, lines up with um Bragnick in charge uh other than that uh, I did mention him earlier but um the Arsenal uh uh player Tavares He's only uh, 4.3, quite cheap. Uh, and if he keeps starting over Tierney then, and keeps returning, he's uh, quite a good shout. Yeah, uh, good. What about you, Brady? Um, I just had the Watford forward, so the um, so Denison's King and um, Pookie. I think they're all a bit um, similar. They're sort of running into a, a good bit of form and sort of finding their feet a bit. So I think um, I also think they're very good replacements for... Um, a lot of people's current um, strikers. So I'd, I'd definitely keep an eye on those ones and um, sort of see how they go for for when the fixtures turn. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. I think I had a couple of them written down um, last week's pot of plays sort of as damn great options for the likes of Jimenez and even um, the likes of people that want to get Antonio out for a couple of weeks until um, their fixtures open up. Um, next segment is the shit the bed Sedment, I uh, had a big at the back. I feel like the people that invested a lot of money in the back line with the four to five premiums this week um, were feeling pretty disappointed because not a lot of them, apart from Trent Alexander-Arnold, returned. So definitely thought that uh, the mullet shut the bed uh, shut the bed this week. Uh, what about you, Demo? Uh, well, I can't say Maguire because he didn't play. So, <laughs> <laughs> But um, I'm going to have a preempted. Uh, kind of shoot the bed segment. I'm going to say that um, you bringing in Madison is really going to going to going to shit the bed, and uh, it's going to be awful, and it's going to help me catch up, you know, even further, and, and potentially even overtaking you before the weekend is up. Yeah, well, we'll see. I have a feeling I'm going to be coming into next week's pod with uh, clean bed sheets, mate. <laughs> uh, how about yourself, Brady? Um, I wrote down, um, for my shit the bed segment, um, whoever called off the Spurs game, um, <laughs> cause yeah, that was really annoying. I was, I was had, um, uh, my points were looking all right and I was, um, pretty keen to see how Harry Kane would go and hope he didn't get another two pointer. So <laughs> well, he I didn't was, get another two pointer. <laughs> yeah. So like. Well, maybe it was a good thing that I didn't have to sit through the game just to see him get two points. So who knows? But yeah, that's what I had. I didn't have a serious answer at all. That was it, that was it. It's actually <laughs> it's actually interesting 
because the last game that got called off weather was like I think in 2010. Yeah, it was so, like 11 years ago. The last time yeah. it was off because of snow. So um, and obviously, like you know, I watched a bit of EPL over the weekend, and quite a few games were played in the snow. So I don't know, like if someone from the UK can sort of. Uh, you know, contact us via Twitter and just let us know actually how bad it was. Um, but yeah, I'd love to know. I'd love to know what sort of, uh, obviously, you know, what caused that. So yeah, yeah. In in saying that, I I have no idea how snow works. I, I live in Australia, <laughs> so I don't, well, don't really when have an water understanding. Gets really, really cold. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think it, it also could have been a little bit of a, a deploy because um, Spurs lost to those absolute no names throughout the week, so maybe they were still recovering from that. I, I was actually kind of glad to see the game get caught off because I was not looking forward to seeing Kane or Son score goals. I did laugh. Um, I was actually listening to uh, another uh, FPL podder, the out, the, uh, the out of the dive, and. Um, they were shout. They basically have their own sort of very similar shit the bed segment, but obviously a US based US based thing. And they were saying the fact that um, EPL clubs don't have uh, roofs over their <laughs> over their stadiums, <laughs> which you know what is actually a decent shout because obviously even like here uh, in Melbourne, um, we've got uh, obviously we've got. Oh, I don't even know what it's bloody called these days, but. Uh, now, nah, yeah, it used to be Eddie had. I think it's Marvel Stadium now. You know, it's got a roof, and a lot of the newer stadiums have roofs. So, yeah, now nah, it's uh, was it was it it was sort of Tottenham home game. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'll it was. say you, you'd think after they spent um, you know half a billion dollars, whatever whatever they spent on the stadium, they could have put a bloody roof on it. Yeah, I've actually, <laughs> I've never even thought about that. But why do they not have roofs in stadiums I, in the I UK? I got like, no idea. With the way the the weather is over there, if it's like it's Rain. sunny, really. <laughs> so yeah, why would they not have roofs? I, I don't yeah. know. I've never thought about that. But yeah, I yeah. want to change my shit to bed to stadiums <laughs> not having roofs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll take that. I'll, I'll take that in. And next, we'll get on to the mailbag questions. First question: Do we try and squeeze uh, Joda in, or are there cheaper value options? Um, for me, if you don't have to ruin your team to do it. I probably would get him in, but I think if you've got to ruin your team, I don't think it's worth it just yet. Maybe just slowly work your way to Jota. So possibly look at the likes of Gallagher or Bowen or even um, my pick this week, Madison. I think uh, decent downgrade options from players to try make room to get Jota in eventually. What about you, Dama? Yeah, see, for me, uh, I think you try and get Jota again without destroying your team. But um, most of the cheaper options we sort of already have, like I've got Gallagher, I've got Rafinha, um, uh, and if I don't have them, like obviously they're sort of highly owned. So like, you know, your Smith Rose uh, and like a few other sort of thing. So, yeah, like I, I think if you've got two frees and you can get Joda, I think you just get Joda. And I, I said Jota very differently both times. I don't know why I did that. But <laughs> <laughs> is it Jota? Jota. Yeah, it's, the, uh, it's the nature of the pod. Yeah, it's exactly right. Exactly right. But, yeah, so that's me done. Uh, uh, yeah, how about yourself, Brady? Um, 
yeah, absolutely bring in Jota. I don't care if you destroy your team, just bring them in. <laughs> and he's a freak. Um, yeah, oh, I've mentioned it a lot uh, this pod, but yeah, he's 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 very good when he's got game time. I yeah, I'd definitely bring him in. Yeah, no, definitely. I think that uh, that uh, gives everyone the necessary information to make that decision. Hopefully, don't blame us if it doesn't come off. <laughs> um, Next one, uh, Foden to Jota. I don't really want to lose um, Foden, but I can't afford not to have Jota. So, yeah, it's one of those things. If you were picking between Foden and Jota, I'd definitely be going Jota just because Foden, he is playing good but not getting fantasy returns, and then I think he was rested as well on the uh, last week as well. So, yeah, definitely go Jota for me. What about you guys? Uh, yeah, so for me, I probably would um, go Foden to Jota, even if um, Foden is fit. I think Jota is the better player. I do want to sort of uh, call you out, though, for your uh, spelling here, uh, Quentin. You you, you called uh, Foden filthy. So P-H-I-L-T-H-Y. I've no, no, I just copy and pasted, mate. I copy and pasted into sure, the, the sure, run sheet, sure. mate. And filthy Foden is how I felt. <laughs> play. So, well, it actually makes sense. I don't, did he? Did he even play last week? No, I don't I think. I think flagged. he rested him. But no, I think he. I think he grabbed Jota. I, I, I know it's very similar questions to the first two, but I think he just grabbed Jota. Yeah, uh, no. yeah. Okay, yeah. Brady's going to say Jota as well. Yeah, same again. Get rid of Foden. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next question we got. Assuming you have three Liverpool players in Mo, TWA, Jota, two Chelsea wing backs. Uh, and then the two Manchester cities, either Cancelo and Foden, or obviously Cancelo and another midfielder. Who is on your wish list for the remaining four slots? So I might just say as a goalkeeper, I'd probably go De Gea because he'd fit in the budget that you've given us. Uh, midfielder, probably go uh, either Bowen or um, Gallagher. And up front, I'd probably go maybe St. Max or even uh, go down to uh, Ivan Tony for their next couple of fixtures. And then in fullback, I'd probably go Lamptey. What about you, Demo? Yeah, very, very similar, Like, but except obviously, as you sort of know, my uh, thing about goalkeepers, not having expensive goalkeepers. So I'd probably go like a Sanchez uh, or like a Ramsdale or something in terms of goalkeepers. Um, in defence, uh, same thing as you, like a Lamptey, uh, midfield, uh, Gallagher, uh, even if you're going short-term, Rafinha, you know, Smith-Rowe or something like that. And then obviously up forward, you know, St. Max or, as uh, as you said, a uh, – what's his name? The – uh, Brighton, not Brighton, sorry. The oh, Brentford. What, Dennis? Or? No, no. Oh, Brenton, the, yeah, yeah, Tony, that's it. Went blank for a minute. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, like a Tony, uh, or even uh, if you want to sort of go longer term, potentially in an Antonio just for that sort of good run um, from like Norwich onwards. Uh, yeah, so that's me. Um, right, you, Brady? Yeah, I had uh, Ramsdale as my keeper. I sort of geared the rest of it to um, what you, what I would want my team to look like in a couple of weeks' time, just because if you're making four transfers, you probably shouldn't do that all in the one week. Um, but if you don't have any of these players I mentioned, 
Anyway, but um, yeah, so I had Ramsdale in goals. I went with um, Ronaldo up top because a lot of people have Kane, and I think it's a pretty easy switch um, yep. from Kane to Ronaldo. Plus, Ronaldo's fixtures really open up. I'm probably going to try to get him in for the Norwich game. Um, and then the other sort of striker position is um, the, the Watford boys again, Dennis or King, and then depending who you went for there, um, it would impact how much money you have to spend in your midfield slot, which I'd go for like a a Gundogan if you have the money, um, if not like a, a Madison Gallagher or a Saka even. Yeah. No, I like that shout, mate. Um, next up, we got how many players do you each have in your squad that would disappear for the African Cup of Nations, and when will this become a consideration? Um, I just had a look then. I've only got Salah pretty much as the only player I need to transfer out at the moment. So I'd probably wait uh, to the last game before they head away, and then I'd be getting him out for sure. And then possibly maybe even depending on the fixtures, I think United have decent fixtures then. So maybe even looking at like a Bruno Fernandes or something like that, or even a Son, depending on their fixtures. But, yeah, what about you guys? Yeah, so for me, I um, just looking at my team, I've got uh, still got Bim Rama on my side, so he's out uh, potentially. Oh, obviously Salah as well. I think they're the only two that I've got um, that uh, going off to Afcon. But uh, obviously, I've sort of uh, I've moved and moved for Bin Rama to Bowen, and then with Salah, I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, he's, he's probably too expensive to bench, but. Uh, since I've sort of had him since the start as well, uh, I've got a lot of um, money sort of tied up into him. So it's a, it's very much a, a wait and see and sort of uh, a decision for the new year. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's me. How about you, Brady? Um, yeah, I haven't really let the issue trouble me too much, but, yeah, I've got all the, um, the usual ones, so... Um, Salah and um, I think that's it mm. in my team. Um, Another thing probably to note also is wonder when the value drop will come from Salah with people transferring him out. So even if it looks like it's trending that way, probably just get off before that happens. Yeah, see, that's a, how many – do we know how many game weeks exactly it will affect? I think it might be four, four. I think. Yeah, I think it might be four or so. But then four again, or five games, but yeah. then you might even get rested depending on where Liverpool are sitting. Yeah, I think if um, I think the easy switch then from Salah, if Bruno sort of finds his feet, is Bruno, but he's been a bit shit recently. So, um, yeah, we'll see, but that's about it. I'm sort of not really worrying about it too much at the moment. Um, but yeah, more of a cross that bridge when I come to it. That's a that's a future Brady problem, not a current Brady problem. So <laughs> yeah, I like it. Um, next up, we got downgrade options from Rafinha. I think we've mentioned a couple, likes of Bowen, or even I did this week. I had Madison. It's not really a downgrade. It's more just the same price. But yeah, that's about it for me. What about you, Damo? Yeah, I think um, rather than downgrading Rafinha, I think I'd probably look into upgrade him. So whether it's a uh, Jota or uh, one of the City boys, whether it's Bernardo or, or Gundogan. Um, 
uh, yeah, so potentially one of them, but obviously it involves having two frees to be able to do that. Yeah, which is very limited for me at the moment. I've had to take a hit, so I probably won't have two frees for a while. What about you, Brady? Um, I had just the, the usual culprits that have been mentioned throughout the pod again. So, yeah, like the Madisons, Bow and Saka, Emil Cicero, if you um, feel that way inclined, or like a Gallagher. Um, yeah. It's a pretty safe one. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, last question we have is, is the City triple up on, and would you go two defensive and one mid, or two mids and one defensive? Um, I'd probably just go the two. Probably go just Cancelo and maybe a Gundogan or Bernardo Silva, or even like you've mentioned before, um, the likes of Jesus up front. But yeah, I would have probably not go any more than two. What about you, Demo? Yeah, I think it all depends. For me, it all depends on how um, Harry Kane goes the next two weeks. So for me, I can see a scenario if Harry Kane shits the bed. Um, <laughs> I could potentially see a scenario where I do have three city assets, but uh, having one, one, and one. So uh, Cancelo down back, having uh, someone like a uh, Bernardo or a Gundogan in the mid middle, and then having Jesus up front. So um, I, I think it all sort of depends on um, Harry Kane and how he goes, though. So yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens. How about you, Brady? Um... Uh, no, no, I wouldn't have three. <laughs> um, I just think it's um, oh, it's too much of a headache owning that many Man City players. Just with the way that Pep runs the squad, even the the guaranteed starters, not guaranteed. Um, it's yeah. I think having three players that all have some form of rotation risk is. Yeah, a little bit too much. I'd just stick to Cancelo definitely, and then uh, it, I think the new one's probably your best best option outside of that. Yeah, I could imagine um, if you like to live life on the edge, definitely three city places. You're definitely the path you'd want to take. Yeah, if you like the feeling of constant migraines, then go for it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, next, we get on to our life question this week. Um, we had, what song accurately represents your FPL season so far? So I'd say the Britney Spears uh, hit me baby one more time. Um, multiple weeks have had to take hits this year and I sort of thought um, I'm a bit of a differential manager and Britney Spears is a bit different. So I think that matches my team and myself quite nicely. What about you, Damo? Yeah, for me, uh, I've got a, I've got a couple actually. So uh, first one being uh, relax. Uh, so relax, don't do it, you know, in terms of taking a hit. So <laughs> I think we need to slow down and just, uh, you know, take it easy. Uh, and then obviously... Uh, because I've got I've had Antonio in forever, and I keep uh, thinking he's going to return. So a uh, bit of the monkeys, and I'm a believer. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, mate, and uh, that could also tie into being a West Ham fan as well. <laughs> what, what about you, Brady? Um, I've been tossing up on this one for a bit, but I've got um, hooked on a feeling, and that feeling was when I was. Um, in the top 3,000 and everything's just been downhill from there. Um, <laughs> and apart from that, I also had Staying Alive by the Bee Gees, which comes <laughs> nice. in after it, um, which is just me miraculously staying in the top 50K somehow every week. I'm 
<laughs> yeah, I, sometimes I get damn close to dropping under it, but I usually just stay above it somehow. So yeah, they all might too. No, I, I like it, mate. That's 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 great. Um, I think that uh, staying alive can be mentioned for me as well. Staying in the top one hundred k. So. <laughs> Um, next up, we've got team plans for this week. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I sort of went Rafinha to Madison this week, um, used my one free transfer, and possibly just going to captain Salah this week. What about you, Demo? Yeah, so for me, I am going to captain Kane. Uh, so I brought him in uh, last week, obviously. Didn't play for me, but uh, so hoping he is raring to go. And uh, obviously, I'm hoping that uh, Rafinha absolutely punishes you uh, this weekend, so I can uh, further catch up on uh, catch up on you. So that's uh, basically uh, me. And uh, I'm not making any moves this week. I, I'd like to have two free transfers ready for um, the weekend's games. What about you, Brady? Um, I'm thinking at the moment of moving Duffy onto Alonso because I've got some money in the bank, and I really like Alonzo um, and I sort of want to get him in um, early so we can avoid the um, thing that happened to you guys at the start of the season where um, he was playing so well and um, yeah, didn't um, you got him in a little too late and missed the, missed the boat a bit so I'm hoping I get in early and um, catch those points and then can get rid of him um, when he's uh, uh, when he's done getting in his halls, um, yeah, no, definitely. Then, yeah, Captain Salah because every time I've gone against Salah, it's just ruined me. So, yeah, well, yeah. I do like the shout, and uh, good to see you sticking with old shit staying Kane, uh, Demo. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> he. Uh, Mate. He's gonna he's he's gonna he's gonna double return this week. I know it. I know. I just yeah. know it, mate. Just no, uh, minus two, mate. Double return. <laughs> so he's going to get a pen. He's going to miss it, and he's going to get a yellow card because uh, he's minimum, just going to be doing hurry. I, I, I think they'll they'll do a number of Brentford minimum four nil, and uh, and he's going to get uh, a hat trick. No goals. Regular are going to die. They can't even defeat the snow. I don't know if they'll be able to defeat Brentford. <laughs> It'll be one of those games where it's 4-0 and Regulon gets two, like Sanchez gets a goal and then Lucas Morrow comes on and scores a goal and everyone's just like, oh, I wonder how many goals Kane scored. <laughs> so um, that about wraps up our pod this week. Uh, I'd like to thank you for coming on again, Brady, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure. No worries. Thanks for having me. And, uh, yeah, I was forced to have you on, Damo, but thanks for coming on. <laughs> <laughs> Um, for all our stuff, head over to our Twitter, FPL underscore amateurs underscore Oz, and all of Damo's content, FPL West Ham. Um, Facebook, EPL Fantasy Amateurs of Oz. Um, our podcast will be up on Spotify, Podbean, and iTunes. And remember, leave a five-star rating, um, even if you don't like our pod, just to uh, get us to as many ears as possible so um, people can hear Damo's rants about West Ham and uh, get, get their West Ham rant in every week. Um, apart from that, <laughs> fellas, uh, good luck this week. Hopefully, um, Kane shits the bed for you, Damo, and I hope uh, Alonzo gets rotated for you, Brady. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully we uh, are sitting here uh, next week and uh, I can talk about how uh, massive, not West Ham, but how massive my side is compared to yours. So. 